Supply chain companies help their communities cope with the COVID-19 pandemic. Drones are being put to work in the fight against the virus. And distributors get creative in filling the huge demand for online orders. Pull up a chair and join us as the editors of DC Velocity discuss these stories as well as news and supply chain trends on this week's Logistics Matters podcast. Hi, I'm Dave Maloney. I'm the editorial director at DC Velocity. Welcome. Logistics Matters is sponsored by Fortna. Fortna partners with the world's leading brands to transform their distribution operations to keep pace with digital disruption and growth objectives. Known worldwide as the distribution experts, Fortna designs and delivers intelligent solutions powered by their proprietary software to optimize fast, accurate, and cost-effective order fulfillment. For more information, visit Fortna.com. As usual, our senior editors Ben Ames and Victoria Kickham will join us to provide their insight into the top stories of this week. But before we get to that, I will turn the floor over to Ben, who will introduce this week's guest. Ben? Thank you, Dave. Good morning. Uh, we have a guest with us uh, joining us here today, who's Jim Berlin. He's the founder and CEO of Logistics Plus, which is a third-party logistics operator in Erie, Pennsylvania. Jim, thank you for being here. My pleasure, Ben. Thank you. Uh, Jim has had a long career in the industry. He's had a 20-year career in the less-than-truckload sector before founding Logistics Plus in 1996 and helping to grow it from a, just a three-employee operation to having more than $300 million in global sales last year. So, Jim, we can see you've had some long perspectives on business in the logistics sector, but we're now living through some times that are uh, not quite like any others. Uh, I, I know you just mentioned that you even have uh, some of your back office computer operators uh, stuffing uh, PPE in the warehouse there. So there are obviously changes in, in every part of the business. Uh, could you tell us a little bit more about some of the particular challenges that you've been seeing uh, coming from the uh, coronavirus challenge? Sure. Um, yeah, and you're right. I've been doing this for most of my life from uh, days as a truck driver and, uh, and running an LTL operation to starting this 20 years, 25 years ago. Nothing like this, not even close. Um, and what we've done, and, and like I'm not, I'm not real all sw that smart, but I do have a hard head, and we always try to figure things out. So when this thing began, um, you know, the question is, do you, do you, you know, hide, or you do kind of figure it out as you go? And we kind of rallied the troops to uh, let's let's do something here. And so a lot of our customers were not doing anything, so you can't work for them. But the ones who were still having business would come to us and we were creative and resourceful and finding solutions for them. And then what we found is that other uh, customers that weren't our customers, but maybe someone else's customers were finding they couldn't get the help they needed. So we've had a lot of new people who heard through the grapevine mostly that, hey, these guys are moving stuff. Um, so we've actually uh, increased our business with a whole new customer base. Part of which, as you mentioned, is, is uh, the PPE. We, we saw that uh, local facilities were having a hard time finding it and getting it. And so we went out there and used our connections around the world. And we're not only able to, to deliver, but we're able to procure um, like almost 10 million pieces already of, of masks and hand sanitizers and gloves and things like that. So, so kind of evolved into, okay, let, let's figure this out. And I've always said we're a solutions company. Um, and so the solution that you know, Western Pennsylvania needed was find us some PPE for our frontline providers, and we actually did that in more ways than one. That's really fascinating. We've also seen a number of stories uh, where certain 
sectors in the industry are seeing sort of winter um, shopping peak volumes in, in what they're trying to handle right now, uh, while others are, are virtually shuttered. So uh, it, it, there's definitely been uh, an effort to move some assets around in order to try to cover that surge in different places. Uh, is, is yeah. that the kind of thing as well? Yeah, and what it's done, frankly, is, is you know, there's an old uh, quote by John Wooden, the old UCLA basketball coach, and he says, adversity does not build character, it reveals character. And so, you know, I went to the gang and said, look, whatever it takes, let's do this. And so, as you mentioned today, you know, we, we had a big shipment of uh, PP stuff come in. It needs to be sorted and palletized and wrapped. So I get the guys from the, you know, guys and gals from the, from the computers and say, hey, you're not that busy because a lot of our normal business is down. So let's run across the street to the warehouse and, and stuff boxes. And, and I like that for a number of things. You know, one is that, you know, all work is honorable work. So you might be a college graduate working on a computer, but nothing wrong with packing boxes. And it just shows the kind of the, you know, fortitude and uh, creativity of our group that no one minds that. They, they actually like getting their hands dirty once in a while. It's a change of pace for them too. So it's worked out really well and it's led to a whole new kind of operation for us, which is, which is good. That, that really is inspiring, isn't it? it it's uh, it, that there's a new sense of teamwork uh, that, that we're seeing in unity yes. and, and applications, yeah. A teamwork um, and, and, and break down the walls. You know, there's no no walls. Nobody does just one thing and you do whatever you need to do. That's great advice. Uh, looking forward on that, um, I, I wonder if you can pull out your crystal ball a little bit. Um, we're starting to see some some restart, some opening up again uh, as uh, part certain regions anyway of the U.S. start to um, roll back some of the sheltering restrictions. Uh, do you think that uh, logistics business will go back to usual after this, or will some of these changes that we've been talking about uh, be likely to stick around? Well, I'm, I'm not a good crystal ball guy, and I'm kind of very pessimistic on what this uh, has done to the economy. So I, I don't know. I don't want to be negative about it. Um, you know, it's starting to come back, and we can see volumes picking up. I just don't think everyone will come back. You know, one of our uh, customers is GE Aircraft Engine, for instance. And you know, I just saw Boeing canceled 500 planes yesterday. So who are you going to build aircraft engines for? So I think it's going to be very hit or miss. But I think it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a major, I don't know, major you know, devastation might be too strong a word, but something close to that of a lot of sectors of the U.S. economy. Um, so I, you know, we'll just have to, you know, you have to evolve, and, and so we'll find other customers that you know will will survive and thrive, where some customers I think are not going to. Uh, be the same for many, many years. Right. Boy, they, they, these are uh, fascinating times to live in. Um, in addition to some of those uh, sort of changes in, in patterns of, of where your work is taking uh, the, the, the assets of Logistics Plus and, and some of the uh, walls that are being broken down there, um, are, are there new standards that you're currently operating under and just in terms of safety, maybe social distancing and, and uh, frequent cleaning kind of things? Yes. Um, from the beginning, we, 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 we're in uh, Union Station in Erie, Pennsylvania, which is an old 100,000 square foot train station. So we, we have a lot of space here. But from the beginning, you know, we, we took our, uh, in, you know, compromised employees and told them to work from home. And then we just asked people, like, if you want to work from here, we'll, you know, we'll wear, wear masks, we'll do social distancing, we'll clean the place down and just be smart and safe. Uh, and those who don't feel like coming in can work from home. But, but honestly, I mean, you can work from home, but it's really not the same. I, I've done that, and I know. Um, so I prefer people here, but we didn't put any pressure. If someone wants to be here, that's great, and you're more involved. And, and if you're here, you can run across the street to 
help in the warehouse today. If you're home, you can't. So it gives you more you know, kind of flexibility to, to be you know, to be needed. Um, but we've been very careful about that. And and about of the 140 people in the in the headquarters, uh, between 80 and 100 came in every day, and then others have all come back by now. So we're we're back to full force and uh, staying busy. Gotcha. Well, that that's great to hear, uh, Jim. We we really appreciate your joining the podcast today. It's been great to have this conversation. It was my pleasure. Thank you, Ben. And we wish you all the best uh, in, in, in health and in business going forward here. So, uh, Dave, uh, th- th- we have plenty more to talk about this week. It, it, it's, uh, it's been busy on all fronts, hasn't it? It has been. And, and thank you, Ben and Jim. We appreciate your, your uh, insight today. Um, we're going to turn next to Victoria. You reported this week on how drones are playing a greater part in the fight against COVID-19. Can you talk about that? Absolutely, yes, and this is in line with what Jim was just talking about in terms of changes um, in the workplace. Um, uh, it was an interesting study out of a, a comp- London company called Global Data, and they're seeing increased interest in uh, the use of drones for a wide range of applications. They're calling it, you know, disruptive technology, uh, which drones are. Um, and what we think about in logistics is using those uh, using drones for delivery. And that's certainly happening. Uh, but they're also seeing increased interest in using them for um, other areas, getting people back to work and things like that, ensuring social distancing, conduct, conducting temperature checks of employees to make sure everyone's healthy, um, using it to spray, using them to spray disinfectants um, and for surveillance and monitoring for security issues and things like that. So um, they're seeing increased interest. And in the industry, we're also seeing some, you know, actual applications. Uh, UPS and CVS, I believe, began this month doing delivery, uh, drone delivery of medicine in Florida prescriptions. Um, and Ben actually had reported on another situation. I think it was back in March or February. A Chinese company, JD Logistics, was also beginning or starting to think about using drones for delivery of medicines and medical supplies. So it'll be an interesting thing to watch for sure. Yeah, certainly will be. And Ben, you wrote this week about how retailers during COVID-19, during this whole disruption, are distinguishing less between their different inventory streams. Can you explain? Yes, uh, sure thing. And and actually, uh, one of the sources for this story uh, was an executive at JG Logistics as well, as Victoria had just mentioned, a different story. Um, it, what he was talking about, he was a man named Bing Fu, who's head of strategy uh, in, at JD Logistics, which is a large Chinese e-commerce marketplace. Uh, and he was talking about uh, how the crisis, the health crisis, has really accelerated some of the changes that uh, people have been seeing coming slowly in the market for some time now. Uh, in, in a word, it's omnichannel. Uh, more specifically, I think a lot of us as private consumers have seen some changes during the health crisis uh, in the big rise in curbside pickup, for example, even when you just get takeout for dinner from your favorite restaurant. But that's true at a number of stores, uh, stores as well. Uh, there are Kroger, which is a large grocery store, uh, Best Buy, the electronics retailer, Bed Bath & Beyond, housewares retailer, uh, the container store, another one. So we've seen a lot of major names in the industry uh, moving quickly toward something that's been called dark stores, uh, which is you have the whole building full of uh, employees, full of inventory, uh, but no shoppers allowed in. They uh, bring all the orders to the curb there. And uh, so that it, it's one of those things that is certainly being accelerated. Uh, we'll have to keep on watching to see if it sticks around. Yeah, I imagine we'll we'll have that kind of uh, setup, I think, within retail stores for quite some time to come yet at this point. So it'll be interesting to watch. Um, ben, we also want to remind listeners of some of our great COVID-19 related resources that we have available on DCVelocity.com. Can you talk a little bit more about that? 
Uh, yeah, thanks, Dave. We sure do. We have uh, we have a landing page uh, where we have collected all of our COVID coverage uh, for uh, has it been eight or nine weeks now. Uh, we've been uh, writing enormous number of stories, so uh, that's a major resource on the site. And then uh, we also have a page that lists uh, all of the specific uh, COVID-related resources uh, that, that people specifically in the logistics fields are, are offering, uh, whether they're industry groups or vendors or government organizations. Uh, so that's a, a good uh, first stop for anybody who's looking to dig in to uh, find some more details here. Right, and to learn more, you could go to dcvelocity.com slash COVID-19 resources, dcvelocity.com slash COVID-19 resources. Thanks to Ben and Victoria for sharing highlights of the news this week. Thanks, Dave. Thank you. And if you'd like more information on the stories we discussed today on Logistics Matters, be sure to check out dcvelocity.com for more details. And please provide any comments or feedback that you'd like to give us on our new podcast by emailing us at podcast at dcvelocity.com. And a reminder that Logistics Matters is sponsored by Fortna. Fortna partners with the world's top brands to transform distribution operations into competitive advantage. Expertise includes distribution strategy, DC operations, micro-fulfillment, automation, and intelligent software. Distribution solutions designed today for tomorrow's challenges. Learn more about the distribution experts at Fortna.com. We'll be back next week with another edition of Logistics Matters, when we will discuss how to create a culture of safety within your operations. Until then, have a great week and please stay safe.